0: all right, in person edition of Advantage Connors. It's been a couple months, I think, since our last one here with Jimmy Connors. As always, I'm Brett Connors. What is crackleacking?
1: Yeah, could you believe it? How long has it been since we've been face to face? But we've had a good day. Yeah, you know, a, a, a day that that kind of sends us in the right direction. I mean, you've you've had a a, a bad a bad back with the sciatica, and we went to see our friend Doc Scheinberg, Doc mm-hmm. Rick Scheinberg, here in in Santa Barbara, and he kind of he, he saw your your mri and and he's kind of pointed you in the right direction you know so that at least we have an idea what needs to be done for you right but man oh man you've been suffering for months yeah like six weeks
0: now it's uh it's way better but just having him confirm the fact that I need to get the shot is I guess good and bad. I didn't epidural really to, epidural. An epidural right? right. Right. Which is what they give uh, pregnant women when yep. they, when they give birth. Um, so yeah, getting that done. But what about you? You look a little tired. To, uh, last time we talked, you were heading down to Austin, Texas to do the, ch- the charity event with uh, Mr. Andy Roddick. Um, I, I did
1: tell me about that and, and had a great time. We, uh, uh, I, I flew down on uh, on a, on a Thursday and uh, uh, flew got there and, and took a little rest and you know Andy said you know uh, I'll pick you up at uh, you know six thirty and you know come out to the event and there was a cocktail party and you know a lot of uh, you know great people nice people that I met but you know they were also you know, the ones that were going to be in for the, for the auction and everything. And, and the auction was fantastic. The The auctioneer was, was over the top. So good. He comes in and, you know, he, he had a, an old Tad Davis racket and, and he had the, the hair, the hairstyle. He says, you know, I hate to bring this out, Jimmy, but you know, and it looked like either Velas or Borg. And I'm going, <laughs> wait a minute, let's stop that right there. But, you know, and, and, um, and and but he raised a lot of money, which was uh, so good. The donors were so generous, and you know, for for Andy's foundation. But we had a fireside chat, mm-hmm. and and just uh, talked, and you know, asked me questions, and and you know, uh, Andy and I have a history, and and you know, we go back. I you know was with Andy for two years in in coaching him, which was probably two of the most fun years of of my tennis career. And in just uh, you know for an hour and a half, we just sat and talked and. And, and had a good conversation with uh, I don't know a couple hundred people, and uh, they uh, you know I hope I hope everybody walked out of there and, uh, feeling the same way I did, yeah you know, because his foundation uh, takes care of a lot of kids for after school programs mm-hmm. and education and sports and and everything and and over the years he has done a fantastic job so if anybody out there uh, you know is looking to Uh, uh, give some money to a foundation, give it to the Andy Roddick foundation because he does great work. But, but I want to stop right there. Mm -hmm, Yeah. As great as that was (laughs) getting home was a adventure adventure. (laughs) Oh my God. You know, getting to the airport and, you know, flights canceled and, tornadoes in, in Dallas and my flight was late. So I missed my connection. So oh, no. get me on a flight to LA. Those are booked. Get me on a flight, another flight to LA. Those are booked. So get me anywhere, you know, right. to, you know, West. Right. Uh, and and so anyway, it took me, I, I don't know, a, a, almost 48 hours to get home. Yeah. So when I got home, I, I, I walked off the plane and your, and your mom picked me up and I said, Take me to get some breakfast and I'm done. <laughs> and then put me in bed. I'm done for the day. But uh, traveling ain't what it used to be, I, I will say. I mean, it's uh, uh, a lot of things have happened since COVID. Uh, a lot of flights have been canceled. A lot of the the pilots and, uh, you know, the That's flight attendants and, you know, have, you know, made other plans and have gone other ways and, and, uh, and so it's, it's, it's a difficult time, but uh, I made it home safe and sound and uh, yeah, I'm I'm good, but I'm, I'm so happy to be home. Nice. So happy.
0: Yeah. Uh, well, it seems like the theme throughout the world these days with all the economy stuff is uh, do more with less,
1: yeah, you know, and, I guess that, so. and
0: that probably is uh, happening in the airline industry too, where they're trying to, you know do as much as they can with less flights and less people and, you know, but there's still as many people who want to fly and go home and see p- family on the holiday. I knew something was up when I was sitting on the couch at around nine thirty at night. And I get a text from one, Mr. Jason Mora. Yeah.
1: I ran into your buddy <laughs> at the airport. I'm, I'm, I'm trying to get on a flight anywhere West. Yeah. And so LA all booked, Yeah, you know, Santa Barbara flights canceled. So I'm looking, you know, Departures, departures, and I come to San Luis Obispo, mm. <laughs> which, which, which is about eighty miles north of us. Of where
0: you're trying to get, of yeah. where I'm
1: trying to get to, and and so I I, I look at the the lady who, by the way, uh, you know was was so good, you know, in trying to get, help me and get me on the, you know, get me on a flight. So she goes run and, you know, go, go uh, two concourses away. So, shit, I'm 70, you know, you know me, me. (laughs) I'm going, wait just a minute. How about a fast trot? And, and uh, so I'm at the gate and I'm third in line. On the standby. On the standby. And, and I, and I walk up and, and I'm saying, you know, I said, how many people left? And there's like one minute left. And I'm talking, I'm talking to Jason and he, and Jason's saying, Jesus, Jimmy, uh, you know, I'll, I'll give, I have nothing to do. I'll, I'll give you my flight, and I'm going. Uh, but. But it wasn't just me. I had to yeah. go for one in front of me. and yeah.
0: then, he couldn't just give it to you. You'd have to skip over those yeah, other people. Yeah, had to
1: skip over. Yeah. But uh, anyway, to make a long story short, uh, you know, I got <laughs> to spend the night in the airport. I haven't done that since I've been 15, 16 years old. Yeah. And uh, He said
0: he booked uh, you a room. He's yeah. like, he's like well, why don't you just go on and book yourself a room on an app? And you're looking at him like, huh?
1: Yeah, how do you do that? <laughs> 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 and so know, he sends me um, a screenshot
0: from his account. He's uh, like, I booked your dad a room. I and know. know I, and he'll be uh, fine. Uh,
1: I know. I, was, uh, I walked up <laughs> and I said, Jason. Mr Mora they said oh yes we got a room for you sir yeah, you know, so, Mr Mora right so it was it was great but it was good to see him I haven't seen him in a long time and I know you guys have been buddies, yeah. you know, since, uh, you know, since, a long time. Yeah, since grade school. I used to yeah.
0: referee my basketball games in like sixth, seventh, six, seventh, eighth grade. Yeah. So he was a few years older. Uh, no one travels more than that guy. Yeah. Yeah. So I think he's, uh, you know, he's always like, eh, I'm so used to being on the road and hotels and everything. What's one more night? And I think he ended up flying to San Luis that he night. He did. Yeah. And he texts me. He's like, I'm standing here. I I'm trying to get an Uber. So he flew to San Luis, waited for 30, 40 minutes. Finally gets an Uber. Ubers to Santa Barbara. Right. Might be more than the plane ticket was from well, wherever he was. going.
1: I, I told him if, if he gives me his ticket and he gets on the flight, I got the car. Yeah, yeah <laughs> I had the to pick up the car. So, but uh, <laughs> anyway, it was uh, it was it was an adventure to be right, but I made it home safe and sound, and uh, mm-hmm. it's always good to be back home. Nice. Um, All right, let's get into uh,
0: a little tennis just to wrap up. We're getting pretty close to the year-end here. Um, Mm. We had the— In November. Yeah, in the middle of November almost here. Um, uh, Yeah, so we had year-end WTA finals. That wrapped up. I just want to get your quick take. uh, Caroline Garcia. Mm. uh, Interesting. Shocking. Not shockingly. I mean, she was one of the better players on tour the second half, especially since June. um, Beat uh, Sabalenka in a in t- two sets Sabalinka had a pretty good week she took out the uh, iga Swiatek, world number one kind of avenging that uh, match where she kind of let slip away at the u.s open um but garcia uh kind of is finally coming into her own there's been like a lot of stuff I mean, murray gave a tweet about her years ago where she's like you know this girl could be number one one day you know and then that's gotten a lot of shit because she hasn't lived up to that but now all of a sudden she's gone from i think ranked like 95 or something in june now she's like four in the world mm. And nice. She's won. She's won tournaments on. Ready for this? Grass, mm. clay. Oh, outdoor hard. Oh, indoor hard.
1: Oh, <laughs> I Uh-oh. mean, they need a
0: new surface next uh, week just to give her another uh, one to try.
1: She's got an all-around game, right? Yeah, that's uh, that. That kind of you know says. I mean, if she's jumped that high from you know from ninety-five or a hundred in, into the top five, and and being able to play on all surfaces, that's uh, that. That's. Big time tennis, mm-hmm. you know, and, and, and I say that, you know, uh, very sparingly because a lot of guys have a, a, a surface game. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, I'm a clay court specialist or I'm a hard court specialist. But if you're winning on all surfaces and you jump that high that quick, that's uh, that's some, that's some pretty good activity. And then to win the the end of the year championships. Wow. Right. I mean, she's got to go in, you know, uh, finish, first of all, finishing this year on such a high you know, and, and, and her confidence has got to be, you know, just, just over the top. Yeah. But now what do you think she's looking for now in January when Australia comes along? Yeah. She's chomping at the bit, right. You know, don't stop. Yeah. <laughs> you know, Don't stop. She, she's almost bummed the season ends. Right. What do I have to do to, to keep up with this? But, uh, uh you know, so happy to see new names, you know, coming up and, and taking over, you know, uh, uh, Sharapova's gone and Serena and Serena's Venus Serena is gone and mm. Venus is you know I mean not not gone but, but yeah, yeah. You know, it's kind of stepping it's time away. for
0: new names to take to take the roles at the top time for new names right um, so it's great yeah it's really good uh, I think she lost her first match of the round robin so, which makes her run even crazier but back backs up her win one Cincinnati which was her biggest title to date uh, back in August, right, and then you know backs that up with this didn't play well. I think she was something like one in three since the U.S. Open coming in. So that's what's like so crazy about the WTA is like you can pop up like we talked about before. Like if you pop mm-hmm. up and have like a good week or two, or you know, like I mean, she's obviously had way more than that, but like you can you can go away and be one in three for two months, and then right. boom, win the biggest tournament of the year.
1: Yeah, uh, you know, it, it, it's interesting how uh different players look at it you know what what is the most important you know consistency you know and and getting to the quarters the semis you know maybe a finals and a win or is it first round first round second round win yeah you know and and what what is most important you know is uh on on the golf tour you know a win mm-hmm. you know obviously is the most the others make you money but the win is the most important because it gives you two years or three years of you know, in all the tournaments and, right. you know, an opportunity. But, uh, you know, so uh, I I guess, you know, from, from my standpoint, I would look at it that, you know, the most important is every match is important, you know, to go because every match is a win. And those, every match leads to a win, leads to a win of a tournament, mm-hmm. which, you know, all of a sudden skyrockets your rank. And, right. and, and uh, you know, uh, so for me, uh, consistency. And and going out knowing that you're going to reach a certain level and that, that your confidence is at a certain level, that you can play uh, match after match after match like that is, uh, you know, to me it would be the most important.
0: Yeah. I give her a little bit of a break because she had the run from, you know, June— so it was like mid June to uh, through the US Open. I think she made the semis at the US Open. Right. Yeah. So she played three or three months pretty well and then had that dip after. And we've talked a little bit. It is kind of funky to have the last major, you know, cuz you build up everything going into the last major and then there's got to be some sort of little not a letdown, but yeah. a relaxing. And You're that's right. the ninth
1: month of the season already. And so and then And the pressure to, you know, to get through those 9 months. You you've gone from Australia in January to the French yeah. in June, to Wimbledon end of June, July, to September. So the pressure of that, mm-hmm. you know, and, and having to rely on, you know, that that feeling of trying to peak, mm-hmm. you know, at, at certain times is, is difficult. Yeah. You know, so.
0: Well, and the know. grind. Exactly. Like, you know, NFL teams have eight or nine road games a season. Mm-hmm. That means they're in eight or nine cities for the whole football season, you right. know, preseason, whatever. But in uh, tennis, they're in 30, 30 different cities, you know, yeah. twenty different countries or whatever. You know, they're and all over travel and yeah.
1: you know on an airplane in the time airport, changes. time changes yeah. and and everything. And and it's interesting when you hear golfers, you know, they you know, they come from Japan to play in you know in New York, and they say, well, the time change. You know, tennis players go through that every week. Yeah. Uh, you know and and uh, you know not to say that you know one is better than the other but it's you know that's that's difficult to do yeah I mean, you know, like so, after
0: the U.S. Open, you've been in the U.S. for, you've been in Canada or you, you've been on East Coast time. And then immediately you go and then you're in Europe. Right. You know, or yep. Asia or whatever it is. And so, like, that's a big, it's just a big difference. It's different. So, yeah, I like that, uh, that she won. I, I like watching her play. When she's serving well, uh, she's fun. And she's got some attitude and it's fun. Um, so, so, like so
1: you, you uh, you know, with your, your production with Tennis Channel and you, you watch a lot of, uh, of tennis, men's and women's tennis, who is your... A bright star in the on, on the women's tour coming up.
0: Bright star, I mean, you know Coco, but she's already kind of come up. I mean, it's tough. Like R- Rybakina won Wimbledon. I think she's like a really good mm-hmm. talent, but she isn't like you, like you said, the consistency isn't there with her yet. I think there's openings for a lot of people, you know, cause like Sakari was, is three or four or five in the world with one tournament win. We've said that before, right, yeah. you know, so there's a chance for somebody if they just pop up and win some tournaments to like become a top 10 player. I like Jabor. I mean, she's already up there. These right. are all the players that are up there. I'm a Colin Skaya fan. I don't know if she has the talent to get to top 10, but um, I like watching her play. Yeah. Um, so uh, she's kind of fun, a Russian girl uh but uh, yeah i don't know what i want to get your take on this before we move on to the men uh, okay. in paris we talked about pagula mm-hmm. and golf mm-hmm. breaking into the top five in both singles and doubles they went over in the wta finals both mm-hmm. of them lost all three singles and lost the three doubles matches so like oh and nine they went combined do you think there's there was like they were were they thinking too much about trying to get to top five, or do you think it just happened to be the end of the year and they're burnt out and tired? Do you think it's weird having to play a round robin format where you used to taking a loss and then you don't play for like a, five or six days or maybe a week? You know, like where you go back out right. literally two days later after a loss. Now,
1: see, that's that's a good point. Yeah, uh, you know, if you you know in a round robin, if you take a loss normally in a tournament, you're you're out. Yeah, you know, so so how do you handle that? Do you come back and say, well, I got another opportunity and you know, and and uh, you know, I can I can still win, or or you just go bo. Right. <laughs> you know, is there such a letdown? But
0: and then after they accumulate, like you lose your first singles, okay, and then your doubles. Now you're all of a sudden you're already zero and two. Then you lose your next singles, three, right. and Four, right? Five. You know, and it's just like ugh.
1: Right. Well, you know, it's it. But but here here's how I look at that. These kids are young kids you know and 19 20 21 22 23 years old and and this this is their business mm-hmm. this is their job you know and and you know to if you're going it, to it's like it's like Pancho Segura always said to me he says if you're going to play be ready to play yeah you know and and, and go and play uh, and don't uh don't don't say you're tired because if you're tired then don't play Yeah, You know, so, I mean, it's, it's, it, but these, these kids have so many people around them now that they should know, you know, that's what they pay them for, you know, to do the best. It was like I told Andy when, uh, when we had this uh, chat, Mm -hmm. you know, I said, I never told you one thing, you know, that, that, that was going to hurt you. You know, everything that I was telling you was for your benefit and everything. And I wanted you to win more, or, or not more, but just as much mm-hmm. as you wanted to win, right? you know. So that's the way that, that all the people around uh, either Coco or Pagula or whoever, you know, has to look at it. If you're not ready to play, you know, you, yeah. you have, have that communication, yeah. you know, and, and figure out what the right thing to do is. But, you know, uh, we've always said from day one since we started this podcast, mm-hmm. tennis is a 24-7, 365-day-a-year job. And if you're not willing to do that, you know, take what you get.
0: I mean, I think they are. I just, I wonder, I was like, I don't know which one more surprised me. I think a little of it is weird because Goff and McNally were doubles partners for a lot Mm -hmm. of the year. And then like her and, 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 uh, Pagula became partners and then they're the ones who went to the final. So I wonder if there was some weird, uh, you know, stuff going on there. But, um, like Pagula's older. Pagula's is like 27 or eight, I think mm. and golf's 19. So I think golf feels like you feel like she's going to have a lot more opportunities to be there just because she's so young in her first time. Well, Pagula's 28 going for her first time. So it was a little more surprising that, that, that she went uh, over, I guess, but I don't know. I think it's just a long season. And it maybe, is a long
1: season. I mean, it's, You're you know, right.
0: it's a middle yeah. of November and they're just finishing now and they put all that effort in and they did done so well, both of them all year. So I don't think, I think they've earned the right to kind of have this happen. You know, two top five players when we've been like, who's next? And Serena, right. v, who's going to all of a sudden, boom, here you go. We got two Americans in the top five, right. you know. And then
1: we're talking negative about them. We right. shouldn't. Right. We really yeah. shouldn't. We should be saying, you've had a great year. You know, congratulations. Right. Like, now, now, take a little time off and get ready for the Australian. And That's, reset. Yeah. yeah, reset. Because
0: yeah. I think in a way, they're almost like a little ahead of time. We're like, what? They're both top mm. five. Like Pugula, right. ju- like kind of jumped up there at the end of the season to make it, and you're like, holy shit, you right. know. And she's had a great year. Both of them have had great years. Golf making the French Open final. So, I think, it, I think it's a not a good thing they went over, but I think they'll they'll take it, learn from it, and move on. I don't think it's going to affect them long term, and, right. and I think they'll enjoy their time off and be ready for Australia.
1: Yeah, so. I want to shout out to Darren Cahill. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, for for tuning in and, and nice. uh, listening to our podcast, and and uh, uh, shout out to him for for tuning in and and uh, you know thanks for you know for being a fan and yeah, and, yeah
0: d- thanks for listening yeah and yeah. listening yeah he, uh, he send we send uh, some messages back and forth and uh, he listened to our podcast a couple weeks ago and gave us some some notes and nice words so yeah, he's a good dude I worked with him at, at ESPN and uh, we watched a lot of tennis and, and broke down like the the diagramming plays on on one of the machines called Orad and. Mm-hmm. And uh, he came to my photography show that yeah, I had in Paris and, and stuff yep. like that. So he's a, he's a good dude. So happy to have him as a listener. Yeah. Um, so let's move on to Paris. Let's ah. go to Paris. Uh. How Pretty about this guy? Easy. Holga Runa. Wow. Wins Paris wow. beating Novak Djokovic. That was a win for you. Right. Good win. L- listen to these, these guys he beat along the way. Saves match point in his first match against Stan Wawrinka. Mm. Stand the man. Yep, had some words with him at the net, telling him that he needs to grow up a little bit. When they shook hands, oh, a little drama. I like that. I like that too. Wow, <laughs> I do. Then he beats Hubie. Did they find him? No, no, not yet. Oh, damn. <laughs> give it time. <laughs>
1: yeah.
0: Then he beats our guy Hubie in straights Yeah, Rube Levin straights Wow. Uh, Carlos Alcaraz Ooh. in straights when Carlos retires down Ooh. 3-1 in the second set tie break.
1: We gotta talk about that.
0: Yeah, a little bit about that. And then beats Felix in straights, mm, that's the other one. hottest player. Mm-hmm. That's where Felix's run finally came to an end. Getting to the semis, I think, still pretty solid. Yep. Three in a row and then a semi. Yep. And then beats Djokovic down, from down a set 7-5 in the third.
1: Yeah, well... Uh, between felix and and uh and him they they've had both some good runs big time runs right so for yeah. so t- th-
0: five top
1: ten guys in on his way yeah plus how, Dan how good is that you know but but you, you know what I like about that is is it is a one, wasn't a one and done yeah you know he kept it going you know and and uh he he got on a roll and he stayed on it mm-hmm. you know and and he un- I think a lot of these younger kids are feeling you know since um Fetters is retired, hurt and, yeah. you know, and kind of had to step away from the game. Uh, we go to, to, to Nadal, just had his first baby. And, you know, he's 35, 36 years old. And, you know, he's been through the mill too. Let's face it, you mm-hmm. know, as great as he's had injuries along the way. And, and and Djokovic with his up and down number of tournaments, I think a lot of these young guys are saying, oh boy, right. you know, you know, this is what an opportunity for me. You know, and, and, and if you're not looking at it like that with these younger kids, you know, to, to go out and say, you know, this may be my time, you know, so what is my time?
0: Yeah. You, know,
1: you know, is my time, you know, like, sometimes they look at it like my time is, oh, I've got 10 years, I got 12 years. Wait just a moment. Right. You know, I mean, it can be over like that. Right. So if you're not ready to step up and take it and, and go at, you know, whether it's one year two, you, whatever you get out this of it. This next week. It could be. <laughs> exactly you know you, you know that's exactly right because so ask
0: because ask, like you said it, you, it's always people think well I got a decade I got 15 years ahead of yeah. me once you make it on tour but go ahead and ask these guys ask Medvedev ask Zverev ask Team Ask, like, you know, Tsitsipas, ask the guys who are 24 to 26 or seven, mm-hmm. who now, who thought, oh, I got these next 10, 12 years, blah, right. blah, and have, how many do they have? Right. Two, Medvedev and team.
1: Knock on the door.
0: Right, you one know, each. Wh- wh- and yeah. then who's now coming over their shoulders? It's not just yeah. one, two, it seems to be four guys now. Yeah. That you can kind of isolate and say, these are going to be the guys of this next, you know, teenage, early 20 generation. You got Felix, Sinner, mm-hmm. Runa, and Carlos.
1: Yeah. I mean how how good is that?
0: That's pretty strong. Yeah.
1: yeah. So, you know, we are you know, now, you know, we're we're seeing uh, uh you know, because it always going to happen to everybody. We're seeing a replacement for the for the three that have dominated for the last 20 years. Yeah. You know, Federer, Nadal, and, and Joker. And 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 so if uh these guys start stepping up, you know, but but stepping up for in Paris is one thing. Stepping up in Australia, Paris,
0: the slams, the, the
1: slams, yeah. uh, Wimbledon, and the U.S. Open—that's another thing. So mm-hmm. you know that, and that, and that's a completely different feeling. It's two weeks; it's seven matches over two weeks, and right. handling everything in between. It's not just the tennis you have to handle there; it's everything in between. It's mm-hmm. the you know the you know uh, the diet and the sleep and the practice and the you know uh, the, the off, the, days, yeah, and then yeah, the off at- days. the attention
0: builds as it goes, exactly. so then the off days become more mm-hmm. like. Right. um
1: what? So, but it's good to see the, these young kids and, and how how they're starting. You know, because that was kind of our thing at the beginning. No, nobody's stepping up. Right. Yeah. You, you know. We're waiting for it. Yeah. We're. Now it's like starting now, to happen. Now it's it starting like. to happen. So, what? How fun is that? You know what the fun is going to be? Alcaraz and Center and and playing blue each other, yeah. all playing each 50 other fifty times over the yeah, next ten years or that's, something. That's that's the next. Federer, Nadal, and Djokovic. Right. So be fun. Seems like it. I mean, so we
0: know Carlos doesn't mind playing three out of five, wins the U.S. Open. Yeah. I'm interested to see because that seems to be, once you start to isolate these guys, like when we thought Zverev was going to be this, you know, one of these next guys for a decade and he's had injuries and stuff, but he struggled in the three out of five. Mm -hmm. Early on he would take losses or he would go five with guys he should beat in three or four. Then that tires him out more later in the tournament. So I'm I'm excited to see what Runa, you know, center, all four guys, you know, have in Australia oh. and how and how they, you know, back up this great run because now we're going to be everyone's going to be seeing this run and saying Runa, Felix, right. you know, as they go in there they're going to have picks, you know, those guys are going to be the picks.
1: But see that's a different pressure now. But yeah. That's a different pressure when you when when you're a chaser, that's one thing, but when you're expected to win, different.
0: Is a lot different. Ask Carlos. Well, I mean, he's he was chasing all year, mm-hmm. you know, and then since the US Open, I mean, I feel like it's a little expected. He's 19, and yeah. you know, he wins. You know, he took some losses, lost to Felix twice, once in Davis Cup and then once uh, in the Basel, I think. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, it'll be fun. I mean, Runa is 50 to 1 to win Australia. I looked. The other day, already it's
1: out, it's out he, already. He was fifty to one to win Paris. Oh my God! <laughs> well, that, you know, so. it's it, it's like uh, it's like our good friend Melody says. She goes, she goes. I listened to your podcast. She goes, what's a fiver? <laughs> you know, and got, you know, and I said, you know, that's a gambling turn, You know, but but I'm, I'll put a fiver on it for her now. Yeah, you know, it's a well, you know a five, five
0: bucks. I'll tell her a fiver is whatever you're willing to put on a bet. It doesn't have to be a lot. It, it's just a, it's just a nibble. It's just a taste. Right. So it can be five bucks. It can be 50 cents. It can be you know 50 bucks. Whatever you are as a spender. I like to say fiver is for five bucks. Right. You know, it's worth a long shot bet. Put five on it. If it hits 50 to one, you win 250 bucks. Uh, Not bad.
1: That's that's not a bad deal. Not bad. Yeah. Listen, I hate to say that because she might get into that now. But (laughs) that's all right. We can help her with that. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. She's so good though.
0: This holiday season, I'll be giving thanks to our friends over at Manscaped. Everyone loves turkey and stuffing, but you'll be looking like dessert with the help of Manscaped's Performance Package 4.0. Inside, you'll find their Lawnmower 4.0 Trimmer, Weed Whacker Ear and Nose Trimmer, Crop Preserver Ball Deodorant, Crop Reviver Toner, Performance Boxer Briefs, and a Travel Bag to hold your goodies. Think of it as a cornucopia for your balls. Their lawnmower 4.0 trimmer features a cutting-edge ceramic blade to reduce grooming accidents thanks to their advanced skin-safe technology. The Weed Whacker nose and hair trimmer will help prevent nicks, snags, and tugs in those delicate holes. No hygiene routine is complete without Manscaped's signature deodorant as well. A couple swipes of this and you'll be feeling, oh, so crisp. Gifting Manscaped is the ultimate hack to becoming a family favorite. Get 20% off and free shipping with the code CONNORS at manscaped.com. That's 20% off with free shipping at manscaped.com and use the code CONNORS. Be thankful this holiday season for the best gift of all from Manscaped. Your balls will thank you. Ambitious hiring goals for the last quarter of 2022? With a powerful hiring partner, big goals are no big deal. You need Indeed. Indeed is a hiring platform where you can attract, interview, and hire all in one place. Don't spend hours on multiple job sites searching for candidates with the right skills when you can do it all with Indeed. Hate waiting? Indeed's U.S. data shows over 80% of Indeed employers find quality candidates whose resume on Indeed matches their job description the moment they sponsor a job. One of the things I love about Indeed is that it makes it so easy to start hiring. Indeed helps star applicants shine before the interview with over 135 graded assessment tests they can take, from cooking to coding. Join over 3 million businesses worldwide using Indeed to hire great talent fast. Start hiring now with a $75 sponsored job credit to sponsor your jobs post at indeed.com slash Connors. Offer good for a limited time. That's indeed.com slash Connors. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. I don't want to really have to talk this, but let's talk the World Series. Came to an end. It did. Yep. Philly did not win, so I guess the economy will not crash like we talked about before. <laughs> uh, but the other team won, the, the Houston Astros, took it home. What do you think about that?
1: Well, you know, you you look back and, uh, you know, you, you look at all the— uh, interest that uh, surrounded that with Mattress Mac and you know may, uh, making such a big bet at the I right. guess at the beginning of the year and coming and, and you know making a making a big chunk along the way and seventy five million dollars he won uh, well that's uh, that's like winning the lotto right you know to, to have fifty other guys working for you right yeah, that's not not bad
0: <laughs> yeah you know uh, you know but uh, I thought yeah. that was funny is he's sitting behind the bench and celebrating these home runs and these moments and the players are right in front of him. And they must be almost looking back, like this
1: guy's going to benefit more than we are right. somehow. Like this freaking guy, like behind <laughs> well, us. Hey, yeah, you know, he's, right. you know, he's, he's taking the chance. Right, he's taking the chance. I know, wonder, no, nothing's for sure. You know that in uh, gambling.
0: I'm a little suspect on what the chance is because he he the whole way he said stuff like this is if we win, I pass along the savings to my customers. This is for my customers. And that puts my radar up a little bit. Like, did so? So, did you tie this into your? I mean, obviously, you tied it into his business. But if yeah. they if they lose,
1: is it just a freaking
0: tax write off? I have a I have a little bit of a feeling. Well, that, that would He's be interesting it to know.
1: That would yeah, be interesting to know, wouldn't it? Uh, you yeah. know how, how all that uh, you know comes to be. But uh, uh, you know, and and then Houston wins. Uh, you know, they what is that two in the last five or six years or so? Right. And, and you know, without,
0: the con- did they do it without the assistance of trash cans? This well, well, time? well <laughs> as a bitter Dodgers fan having to watch all of this well they
1: they uh, you know they, they they have surrounded themselves over the past years with some controversy there's no doubt but uh you know hopefully you know coming through and, and winning this is uh you know something that kind of you know uh, strokes that away mm-hmm. uh, you know and, and gives them the opportunity to you know, to uh, celebrate in, in a way that, uh, you know, uh, deservedly so.
0: All right. No one was happier that COVID came around than the Houston Astros when that cheating, that cheating scandal was breaking like the month before COVID happened. Yeah. Yeah. Gary Condit. Remember that guy? Oh, oh, yeah. He, he yeah, had, yeah, they had, yeah. He yeah, had yeah, like yeah, the yeah. intern who went missing and they thought he had like killed her. Right. And it was on Barbara Walter. And like, he was like, everyone thought this guy had done it. Right. That they have him on Barbara Walters. He's terrible on Barbara Walters. He like looks telesuspicious suspicious. He's sweating. Next day, nine eleven. Yeah, well. Next day, nine eleven. You never hear Gary Condit's name hey, until uh, right now on this podcast. Yeah. <laughs> oh my! They don't oh. find that poor girl for like a year. He yeah. had nothing to do with it. It was like some tied to some other like uh, string of murders or whatever. But like it, that helped the heat get off him, like yeah. the way COVID helped the heat get off of uh, the Houston Astros in the trash
1: cans. Well, you know, hopefully this this kind of you know sets that aside, and and they can. <laughs> how do you remember all that stuff? Oh, you go back, You know why? Because uh, I bet on it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it was some sort of
0: weird obscure bet that I put on that.
1: Um, oh, God. I, I, I knew when you were four years old and you were around the gambling, I knew that would be a bad thing. Right. But, uh, trouble. Yeah, trouble, trouble, trouble. But uh, it's all been good. Yep. All so good. All right. I don't
0: want to keep you too long, but I want to get into this story um, a little bit. We have Samsung. We bought a Samsung last year, uh, Black Friday, Thanksgiving deal, right? Mm-hmm. Got a good deal. And with Samsung TVs come all these free channels. So like you don't have to have all you have to have is your internet connection and it like logs into the, you know, you log in, you create like an email Mm -hmm. account and it logs into these free channels. One of them is T2, which is tennis Mm channel, second channel where we were talking about second serve and stuff last week. Mm -hmm. One of the other channels is Bob Ross. Oh, so Bob Ross was the PBS painter with the, the, the Afro right. who would paint, you know, cool paintings. He had like 30 minutes and he'd create the whole painting in 30 minutes. Um, so we started just throwing that on in the background because it's like, essentially it's like therapy. Mm-hmm. He's very calm and he's got this soft voice. And hey, we're just gonna paint some happy little clouds here today. And you know he's teaching you and he's showing you all the steps and he's talking. Hey, we're gonna have um, uh, you know, Prussian blue and uh, you know this brown and you know ph- Phantom white. And he teaches. <laughs> These are the colors you need. He gives you all the tools you need. So we throw it on in the background and it's just therapy. It's fun to watch. And so there's a documentary out on him. And we watched this documentary on Netflix and it's pretty interesting. This dude who you think is this calm, reserved, mm-hmm. chill guy was a army drill instructor. Oh my. For like 30 years in Alaska, Ugh. hard-ass Alaska. Oh
1: shit, that's, that's everything <laughs> but calm, you would think,
0: right? right? And so I guess he got into, buddy. his buddy got him into painting as like, you know, uh, a hobby to relax probably and not scream at people all day. And he started selling his stuff at thrift sh- uh, thrift shops and and you know garage sales mm-hmm. and then eventually he signed in with these his people and they pitched the idea and whatever. He long story short, he sells his he signs over his rights to like him to these people who help like you know do the TV show and then they put his his likeness on paintbrushes and paint. And they just fucking right. sell out the shit of all you know everything he's on everything right. And then he dies, and like something like it was uh, him and his wife gave them two thirds power. His wife dies or something. And now he only has half and something about the other people have more. So never, he never gets as much power as they do after his wife dies. Mm -hmm. And then he ends up dying early of cancer, you know, pretty young guy. And then, so the story follows his son and his son is like this dude who's into painting. He's in all, a lot of the shows with them. You can see how, proud he is of this guy
1: Mm -hmm.
0: he's like i'm gonna teach you know give him one day my son's gonna take over for me and he does the clouds better than me watch this you know and you can his son even says i think my dad would sandbag to try and make me look better better. that's how much he like loved his kid that's
1: something amazing and
0: so it's pretty sad because it shows how like these people kind of just stole his identity you know and then the son still like teaches and paints and like carries on his name but you're just sitting there going like it's brutal because it's like such a sad story.
1: Yeah, but but uh, you know, way back uh, uh, not way way back in my, in my younger days, they had a, a guy who did that called John Nagy, mm-hmm. and and he would come on and, and show how to paint and you know and draw and, and all that, which was you know and I can see you know how you know being a, a drill sergeant and all that, how painting you know can calm you down, mm-hmm. you know and and kind of. You know, ease ease your attitude and your temperament and everything, and just with the colors and and the the strokes and, and the way right. you, you know the way you make things come to happen. Yeah. I could see that. I I I was always a a, a fan of that. Uh, I, I I was never. Some some guys would play the guitar, take a guitar with them on the tour, and some guys would read a lot, and some guys would you know would write poetry and you yeah. know you listen know, to music, listen to music or whatever. I I could never find anything you know that that would would do that for me, you know because the, you know the tennis was you know was you know I was so I hate this word, but I want to say it. I was I hate it. focused, <laughs> I hate focus, <laughs> yeah, I hate saying that, but but I was always so. Uh, into, you know, what it would take for me to play my best, that I didn't want anything trying to take that feeling away from me. Mm -hmm. But, you know, looking back now, I kind of regret that because I had so much time, you know, sitting around. You know, I, I would get up and practice, Brett. Yeah. Uh, you know, at six o'clock, six thirty in the morning, because that's the only time, you know, back then it was only one court. Yeah. You know, it's the only time I could get on, you know, by myself. So I would get my friend David Schneider and I say, David, I call I call him at five o'clock. I said, I'll meet you in the lobby at five, five thirty. You know, yeah. we go play and we get 30 minutes on our own. You know, so what do I do from seven o'clock, seven thirty, eight o'clock until after I have breakfast? until eight or nine o'clock when I play my match. Right. What am I doing? You know, watching, you know, these are the days of my life, you know, what? shoot me <laughs> right. in the head. Right. You, you know,
0: did you ever think instead of like taking away from it, did you ever think that it could like help it? You know, like when I, like if I try and go for a run and I don't have music, I won't run. I already know I won't run as far. My time will be slower. Like I've done it before where I've like right. done it with music and without, and it's like noticeably different. Like how much the music I know you can't play tennis with music, mm-hmm. but like if you're tired one day and you don't want to go practice or you, you know, I'm 20 minutes more and you flick on some Van Halen or flick on some, uh, Roy Orbison fast music. And mm-hmm. you know, you know what, I'm good. Let's go. Let's Let's get, let's get going. Right. You know, it kind of pumps you up. You start to feel a little better, natural endorphins kind of thing. Yeah.
1: I, I never tried it. So I don't know. I can't yeah. answer that, <laughs> uh, you, you know, but you know, looking back, I mean, I, I remember, you know, driving out to the US open from you know, from my hotel in Manhattan and, you know, throwing on Roy Orbison or Jay and the Americans or mm-hmm. you know, and just listening to that. But but it was more kinda of, kinda of background music. You know relaxing and you know you know unwinding having a conversation on the way out and you know trying to you know think about you know you know my thoughts on you know who I was playing you know and and you know what what it was going to take and you know is it a five hour night or is it you know is it two in the morning or is it you know what's gonna happen you know but but uh you know for for me you know everybody's different in in that way you know i i i never never tried it so You know, and then I I keep going back to, you know, my feelings and my OCD and and things like that, that, you know, if it, if it ain't, if it's working for me, don't, don't change it, you know, leave it alone. Yeah. And, and that's kind of the way I felt about that.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So I just, uh, I mean, it's a, it's a good documentary. They do a good job, but it's, it's just sad, but, uh, you know, yeah. But it's
1: it's interesting. And, and you, you look at, uh you know, there's, you know, PBS and a lot of the shows, they come up with, you know, the paintings of, you know, the, the oppressionist and, you know, Van Gogh or Picasso and, you know, and, and, you know, what, what it would take to, to be a part of that. And, you know, I can see, you know, the colors and, and, you know, what, what it can do for you and how it can calm you down, Yeah. you know, because when, when I exercise now, you know, I, I go on a bike ride for an hour, hour and 15 minutes and, you you know, as I'm grinding and going up these little hills and all that, I mean, I'm looking at the trees. and, mm-hmm. and Because you told me that, uh, uh you know, 10 years ago. She goes, he goes, Dad, you know, you, you ever think, you know, you look down your whole life, you know, on a tennis court. I remember exactly.
0: Yeah. Well, I understand why you do it on the tennis yeah, court. You, you keep your focus down. You're
1: right. You, you know, but he says, if you ever think of looking up, You know, and and seeing the trees and the sky and, you know, the, you know, the hawks and, you know, and everything, you know. Oh, yeah, the hawks, baby. You know, and, and ever since then, I mean, I mean, that, that is, that changed me, you know. Completely. I mean, yeah. every day I'll go on my bike ride, the first thing I look for is my Hawks. That's Yeah, I love you, the Hawks. You know, and, and to, to watch it in the freedom of which they're flying. And every, I mean, you know, what, what am I getting too sentimental here? Nah. You know, but, but it's just, it's it's The red tail Hawks. It's crazy, you know, when, you know, since I've gotten older, you know, how how things have changed for me spiritually. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and, and how you accept that. And, you know, the, you know, from, you know, I watched a program the other day about the Native Americans and, and their feeling towards the land and the sky and mm-hmm. the animals and, you know, and, and how that, you know, affected them and touched them and, and the appreciation they had. And, and I get that, mm-hmm. you know, but, you know, it took, you know, what, 65 years, you know, for, you know, for me to go, yeah, oh, yeah, I get it. Right. <laughs> you know, what the hell, you know, what took me so long? You know, I don't. I don't get too yeah. sentimental. But we I'm get, sorry,
0: you get so your favorite word focused on like your job or whatever you're chasing. Your goal is right. You know, and your goal is usually some sort of man-made thing. You know, a, a tennis tournament is man-made. A TV show that I work on is man-made. Like it's all man-made stuff, which is cool. But like it isn't nature, right? You know, so like you should always try and have some sort of connection or spend some sort of time in nature. And you know, even if it's just look up at a hawk or a bird and just like connect with it for two seconds and just be like, well, that's another living thing going through its day, doing its thing. You when, know?
1: When, when we play golf, we play speed golf. Yeah. yeah right. We, we, everybody hit has it, own, their own cart and we, we hit <laughs> and go. And today I went out uh, with, uh, with four of my buddies and, and I played nine holes, the same three holes, mm-hmm. you know, th- three times and and as I'm walking, uh, and I'm just taking my time, and I'm, I'm I hit the ball. I don't even care, you know, where the ball goes. I'm looking up, and you know, and and you know, seeing you know a lot of things that really, you know, over the course of you know my time, you know, playing indoor tennis and in a stadium, you know, surrounded by you know seats and right. concrete and, you and know, courts you, are all the same the courts the are same all the shape. Same. You don't see uh, that. Yeah. yeah, You don't With see golf. That. Every, there is no same. Right. Every hole is literally different. Right. You yeah. know, I, I played, I played the, the same three holes three times and never had the same shot yeah. twice. No. <laughs> you know, I'm on the left. I'm on the right. Geez, I hit one <laughs> down the middle. Whoopee. You get to <laughs> see it all. Yeah, yeah. I got to see it all. <laughs> but uh, it's funny how you know uh, attitude changes and uh, you know what uh, you know what i appreciate now compared to a couple of years ago
0: yeah the older you get the more perspective you get and it's like the you have all the youth when you're young and then you have the perspective when you're old you know but you have to waste your youth to get the perspective
1: yep. <laughs> that's yep. brutal. yeah
0: that's the problem you can't get around it because no matter how much someone's like hey hey listen listen i can help you shortcut some of this stuff if you listen to me that person's going to be like Fuck you. Right. <laughs> That's
1: right. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So, you know, like, you know what? Sometimes, you know, I got, you know, I've been hitting the, in, in the head with a brick a lot of times. Sometimes one more is not going to be a bad right. thing. So, it's all right now. Yeah. It's okay now. I don't feel the pain. <laughs> all right. Good. So uh, anything else? You but, want to talk I think about? All, all's good. All's good. Yep. It's been a good day. We, we've got a lot accomplished today. And, um. Yeah. Had a good week, and, uh, you know, I know you got some work to do coming up, and, you know, your year is going to be over soon. So you've got a few things to take care of yourself coming up before the end of the year. And, you know, I uh, hope everybody has a great holiday. I know Thanksgiving is coming up, and then right around the corner after that is Christmas. So happy yep. holidays to everybody out there.
0: Yeah, happy holidays coming up. We got Uncle Mike and Caitlin coming out, I think, for Thanksgiving. Yep. So that'll be fun to see them. We haven't seen them since uh, Aubrey's wedding. That's right. It's yeah. been uh, over three, three years. years. Uh, Caitlin's funny. Uh, she's one of my was one of my favorite people to hang with at the wedding, so I'm looking forward to seeing her and... Having her catch me up on all things Ozarks. Yep. she lives back in the Ozarks. So.
1: Yeah, and uh, and college. Yep. Yeah, she's uh, she's what a sophomore, Sophomores, sophomore, I think, in, or junior in, in college now. So going to hear about that. So it's going to be a good Thanksgiving. I don't think Aubrey and Casey are going to come home. They've. Uh, connected with uh, some friends down there, they're going to have Thanksgiving with. But okay. uh, we'll be thinking about them, and uh, yeah, everybody have a great Thanksgiving coming up. I hope we uh, we talked to you before then, but yeah, have fun. M-
0: Melina got us. Uh, we get these like food packages, you know, where mm-hmm. you order and and like it comes with everything you need. So she's like, let's let's try the Thanksgiving one. So oh. we're getting it the week before next week, before Thanksgiving, oh, and I so know. we can kind of like try to teach ourselves a little bit and then when we come up and watch the master Uh, mom
1: uh, we'll
0: like take more notes and then hopefully we'll uh, (laughs)
1: there's nothing that equals your mom's cooking Uh, you know for Thanksgiving that's her that's her best and favorite meal to cook and uh, and she puts her heart and soul into it so she's already
0: prepping it now I think she's starting to order (laughs) the stuff and get ready for it you're right it's ready (laughs) All right. so uh, that's it you can follow us at ADV Connors on Twitter him at Jimmy Connors me Brett underscore Connors you can follow us at Advantage Connors on Instagram instagram you can follow our mascot gold dude at gold dude isabella she's in here somewhere making whining noises wanting to go outside and play but that's it we'll talk to everyone soon and uh, peace out